coming up? Oh, that's the best question. I'm so pleased you asked. A whole year of how do you say that? I'm always being told to slow down too. Topless in the booth. That's another fun fact. You went a bit northern at one point. But I'm going to stand up and give it my best shot. How's that? I love the fact you're using the higher register end of your voice. I think that's a nice one to scale a wall to. Whisper really into the microphone. And then it goes off in a completely different direction. Make it what you like, love. I can say that and that's what happened. It's just a guesstimate. And now, enjoy the podcast. How do you say that? 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 Hello and welcome to today's episode of How Do You Say That? Sponsored by BritishVoiceOver.co.uk. It's the podcast for voiceovers, podcasters and anyone else who reads scripts out loud, proving that there isn't just one way to read a script, but a multitude of different ways. And this is our 52nd podcast, (laughs) a whole year of How Do You Say That? (laughs) Let me introduce my laughing co-host. It's Sam Boffin. Hi, Sam. Hello. Hi. (laughs) Now, today's fun fact about Sam is that she doesn't make New Year's resolutions, but she does have a word of the year. Now, I'm fascinated. Fascinated by this, Sam. I do. I just do a word of the year. Resolutions, I I find just frankly depressing. (laughs) So I don't do resolutions. But I do do word of the year. So last year, uh, and for anyone that knows me, uh, you'll realise why this word was actually turned out to be very appropriate. Last year, my word of the year was brave. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Putting this that in year, context, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This year, I've turned it around. I'm, I'm hoping for great things this year. It's joy. I think that's a, I think that's a much more yeah. sensible uh, <laughs> word know, of the year. What was I thinking? Well, let's hope. Let's hope there is lots of joy there. <laughs> let's hope so. So my co-host is Mark Rise, who every year when he puts away the Christmas decorations into the loft, this is such a lovely fun fact, <laughs> he writes a letter to his future self about what's been happening in his life and what he hopes for in the year to come. So when I got my decorations out last year, yeah. uh, all of that had turned to shit, <laughs> which was difficult. So I <laughs> say I've, that <laughs> I can say that, and that's what happened. Um, so keep this up, year, keep it up, this year it'll be interesting to see uh, where it is at the end of November. Who yes. knows? <laughs> yes, it's a very it's a well. Last year apart, it's a lovely romantic idea. I, I think, absolutely, and I've done it for about thirty years, so yeah. it, it's it's a nice kind of way. And generally, you look back and you go, "Oh yeah, well, that happened. That didn't happen." I was like, "Yeah." Well, of course, we also have a special guest on our anniversary show. Who this week, all the way from America, is Mike Cooper. Hello, Mike. Hello. Hello. <laughs> lovely to have you. Thank you. Thanks for inviting me on. <laughs> it's. A pleasure, our pleasure. So Mike is a British voiceover artist who moved from London to a log cabin in the Blue Ridge Mountains of North Carolina almost 10 years ago. Mike spent many years with the BBC and ITV and is the narrator of countless documentaries for History, Smithsonian Channel and National Geographic in the UK. Plus, he voices commercials, promos, corporate projects, IVR, e-learning and more for clients all around the world. Oh yeah, everything. In 2019, (laughs) he narrated his first audiobook and is now nearing 80 published titles. 8-0. I am so impressed But when he's not in his studio, his life is increasingly consumed by horses as he and his husband Mark begin the process of opening a sanctuary. That's amazing, Mike. Have you got a fun it's fact that you can share? Here. It certainly is. Wow. Yes, you've got a storm storm raging at the moment, haven't you? We've had about three inches of rain so far Ooh. overnight and we've, we've got wow. a couple more to come and not everything nice is enough. waterlogged. I was out there up to my knees earlier unlo- unblocking a, a, a culvert drain. Oh. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, farm life, you know, no, all that's not yeah. your fun fact. Uh, no. drain uh, do you want the safe for work or the not quite so safe for work? Oh, whatever oh. you like, whatever you like. All right, Be I'll wild. give you both. 
All right. Yes. I think I'm one of the first people to emigrate to America on the basis of a same-sex marriage. Interesting. Oh, yeah. So wow. Mark and I got married in 2010 in mm. Massachusetts, and that gave, weirdly, that gave Mark the equivalent of a green card to come and live with me in the UK. Yeah. Mm. And we thought, well, we'll just camp out here for a while, and if the law ever changes in America so that the federal government recognises our little Massachusetts marriage, we'll nip back over there and have a look at that. Um, and in 2013, it did change, and in 2014, we moved here, and, yeah, I was one of the first people, I think, to be That's approved for amazing. that and then did my citizenship. I love that, wow. and it's such a lovely love story as well. It really is. Yeah. And the other one, if you're interested, oh, God. the other the other fun fact is I have a third nipple. But do what? you? Well, do, do, is it in the same vicinity? I, I want to know it's, the details. It, it's below my left nipple about... Uh, oh, just measure it. Hang on. It's about five or six He's inches below my left nipple. in the boot. That's another fun fact. Is that with a ruler or just with your fingers? <laughs> it's, just, it's just a guesstimate. <laughs> and, of course, Mike and oh. I know each other from years and years ago because back in the late 90s, we both worked at British Forces Television. That's right. I think you rolled along a couple of years after me, but we've known yep. each other, I think, 28 years this year. Yeah, I know. Scary, isn't it? Isn't it? Wow. wow. And yet we both look thoughts. so young. How's that possible? Yes. We look okay on that. <laughs> Let us have a look at our first script of the show and ask, how do you say that? Play, how do you say that? Okay, so this was something, and you'll discover very quickly when this was voiced. This was voiced just before Christmas, in fact. Indeed, because it says Christmas in it, absolutely. What can you tell us about it? What do you want to know, babes? Uh, Is it a commercial (laughs) script? Yes, it is a commercial script. It's quite a long commercial. It didn't have a particular... duration problems with it okay yeah. well that, so that's quite, good for you words, of course it, 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 it's very good for me it wasn't one of your 30 seconds <laughs> fine okay well that, that was the thing it's not as i and the sam 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 in it i'm assuming is not you it it's not me that's funny enough it's a translation oh so there were this was done in multiple different languages oh, and really? they simply chose i think a um you know a name that was just an you know, just a standard short name. I think in the Italian it was Luca. Okay. Um, I can't remember what it was in all the other languages, but it was in, in lots of different languages. Who is speaking? Oh, that's the best that's question. The I'm best so pleased you well, asked then. that. The car. Ah. That changes everything. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't that it, though? So yeah. you see that that shows your experience because it is important to know who's speaking. And you're absolutely, absolutely right. It, it does change the whole nature of it. Mm. <laughs> and do we know if it's the car speaking? Do we know what kind of car it is? Oh, it's a very good point. I I think you'd know once you saw it. it, it you know, it and it in many ways it's quite it, well. Yes, it's quite not market car. Well, it's a talking car, so it has to be. It's right? a talking car. <laughs> the cheap ones don't normally engage in conversation. I'm wondering if it's more Kit the car from Knight Rider or the Mercedes AI voice. Well, you can make it what you like, love. Make it what you like, and obviously, it's only the first part. There, obviously, there's a there's a there's a uh, an ending to this script, but we yep. didn't have time to do it. But okay, well, I'll go first. I've got an idea. It may okay. not be right, but I'll have a go. In. <laughs> there is no oh. right or wrong, as we know. Okay, as we know, absolutely. <laughs> All right, so car speaking. Here we go. Sam, 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 here we go again. Same story every year. All you do is work and work and then you come home for Christmas late and you find yourself scrambling for a last minute gift in the only place open within 50 kilometres. Tomorrow morning, she may be delighted to open a box of chocolates and some crisps while the children can unwrap some 
car wax stickers or, or a lovely hanging air freshener. Don't get me wrong, you're a nice guy, but really? Is there nothing for me? Well, quite, quite a cross car, I would say. Yeah. He's kind of angry, isn't he? Yeah. She needs to get out more. More, more, the, more the emotional <laughs> destruction of being driven like an idiot for miles yeah. and miles. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. As you, you know what I'm going to say to you. It, it, it was quite swift. Yeah, I'm always um, quite swift. I've got, I've got to make that my swift. New Year's resolution, haven't you're, I, to, yeah. to slow the down? Uh, only because as a, as a character, you could probably add in some pauses and some, you know, sort of extra humanisation, which takes time. I know it takes time. Yeah. And I think you were, you were excited about the fact it was an advert. <laughs> so you were going, rink. <laughs> little bit, maybe, little bit. Yeah, fair. <laughs> what fair. did you think, Mike? I, I mean, I, I did like the characterisation, though. It was, nice. it was. He did sound like he was getting quite worked up, so he got into it. <laughs> yeah, um, a little bit quick. I think it's all that talking, all those little do this in seven seconds, do this in eight seconds yeah. that we always yeah. used to have to do in continuity. It's made us both quick, Mark. <laughs> it has, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'm always yeah. being told to slow down, too. And then talking backwards with prices on television for many, many yeah, years as well. Oh, it's just sped I'm... that up, you know. Yeah. And honestly, I, I'm in awe. Don't get me wrong, I'm absolutely in awe. <laughs> of the way that you can talk and make sense of something in you know get it all into those sort of 30 seconds but it's it is it's difficult to unpick yeah. what we do habitually yes, is true. difficult to unpick yeah yeah you're right you're right <laughs> right so mike what would you like yeah. to do with it i think i'm going to take it in a slightly different direction oh okay mm. drive it elsewhere <laughs> literally drive it elsewhere <laughs> <laughs> all right ready Sam, 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 here we go again. Same story every year. All you do is work and work. Then you come home for Christmas, late, and you find yourself scrambling for a last-minute gift in the only place open within 50 kilometres. Tomorrow morning, she may be delighted to open up a box of chocolates and some crisps while the children can unwrap some car wax, stickers, or a lovely hanging air freshener. Don't get me wrong, you're a nice guy, but really? Is there nothing for me? <laughs> that was a Sounded lovely... very disappointed there was no present for, <laughs> for well, them. It's like, not that, you know, of course. Not why, even why a why wax. Yeah. In the future, I see us being chastised by our cars more and more. Oh, so. Me too. And then they'll just pull over to the side of the road if they're really pissed off with you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what I loved about that was it, it felt like it felt quite avuncular. You know, it felt quite... It a, did. A, a, yeah, it felt kind of cosy and a kind of grown-up car. I loved it. Thank you. It put the dad character in, so the car was becoming almost Sam's dad there. <laughs> <laughs> Which, again, ho opens up a whole array of worrying things. I, I borrowed it. I've got to be honest. I, I borrowed slightly from a, a job I did several years ago where mm. the car was a Mini Cooper and it was an American auto dealership and they wanted it to sound like a posh chauffeur who was a little bit pissed oh, off. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I thought that might work there. I'm glad yeah, it did. It did, nice it did absolutely. Nice. Um, now, Sam is going to prove to us that she did it completely differently now. So well, like, <laughs> what, what were you asked for then? <laughs> okay. Sam, Sam, Sam. Here we go again. Same story every year. All you do is work and work then. You come home for Christmas late and you find yourself scrambling for a last-minute gift in the only place open within 50 kilometres. Oh, tomorrow morning she may be delighted to open a box of chocolates and some crisps, while the children can unwrap some car wax, stickers or a lovely hanging air freshener. Oh, no, don't get me wrong. 
You're a nice guy, but really? Is there nothing for me? <laughs> Oh, I mean, you don't want to cross that one, do you? <laughs> that was quite loaded, spiky at the end. Line, yes, wasn't it wasn't. Is there nothing? Nothing. <laughs> I, I love that. I'm going to come back to you and go. You subsequent after what you said, you subsequently did it quicker than I was expecting you to. Did I? Okay, that's interesting. Maybe I just set the pace at the beginning. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe. I, I, I don't know. I kind of, yeah, you're right. You just go into it, don't you? I, I really love the beginning because it's like it was, you weren't sure whether it was the car or whether it was anything else. Was this to pictures, Sam, or was this an audio commercial? I didn't do it. It was to pictures, but I didn't do it to pictures. Okay, fine. But, but there I, were I pictures wild, there. So, so yeah. the audience would have known it was the car. No, actually, I don't think you know, actually, until the, the, the next line on, actually. Ah, okay. The next line on is what gives away the fact that it's a car. Like a wheel scrub. <laughs> exactly. What 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 she says is, it's another me. Oh, I see. 365 days of car tax and something or other. It's something like that. <laughs> and she's not impressed. No, but. not impressed no, at it's all. It's like <laughs> buying your wife a Hoover, isn't it? Oh, don't do that. Oh, God, don't do that. Good point. How do you say that? Well, it is worthwhile remembering that these are real scripts we've been working on, but we've changed the names and some details to avoid copyright issues. Mike, tell us about what you've brought to us. This was one I did a couple of months ago as an audition, and then it always surprises me when I booked the job because I always feel like we spray so many of these auditions out into space. Whenever one turns around and it's actually, oh, we'd like like you to do this. Me? Um, So this was one of those. Um, I I sent it off, forgot about it, and it's for the book fair, which is a thing here in the States, which I don't think we have so much in the UK. Not so much, no. Where the publishers will actually turn up with loads and loads of books, and there's a book fair at your school, or, you, you know, your high school yeah. or your college yeah, or whatever. Yeah, they definitely have and them. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're big. So this they're is one of those. Big. So there was, um, and they wanted a little pivot in the middle because they, they got these two books that didn't really make sense together, but they'd been told to promote them together. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the fun with this one, I think, comes from finding the pivot point in the middle. And they asked for this initially to be in the style of like a nature documentary, uh, which is Did one they actually the say Attenborough? They didn't actually say Attenborough, but <laughs> you could read between mean. the lines and yeah, tell yeah, that, that yeah. was where they were going. Yeah. Did you fall back on your on the way you used to do them then for Nat Geo? A little bit. A little, a little bit. bit. A little bit. Yeah. Okay. I think there's a there's a style with this kind of thing that uh, you know it works well for me. It's always worked well for yeah. me. Um, but of course, you know, styles change. So you're yeah, always yeah. looking to say, yeah. well, is that still the style? Is mm-hmm. that still what they want? What I didn't ask, <laughs> who's the audience? I think this is actually for for kids in the schools and colleges. Right. Family friendly. Okay, cool. Experience animals like never before and observe two new books in their natural habitat, the Spring Book Fair. Cool Cats is a sight to behold. Nestled within the pages, you'll find cats of all shapes, sizes and colours, Witness the wonder of countless cool cat facts, ready to pounce off the page, each exhibiting the most famous of the cat traits, cuteness. Then, enter the wild world of gator bites. Marvel at fierce predator pictures and learn what really lies beneath the surface. 
The pivot was lovely. I saw the pivot there, absolutely. Um, Men would be the right pivot, having said that. No, 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 I thought that was quite nice. You obviously aimed it towards children. I think you went lighter than you otherwise would have done. Yes, For me. maybe. I'm not sure I got the Attenborough-esque, necessarily. <gasps> oh, do you know, I didn't even think Attenborough-esque. <laughs> that's, that's why we didn't get it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't even approach that. Sorry, that was mm. a thing, wasn't it? And I forgot. <laughs> but that's what happens, and that's what... Read the direction, Sam. Read the direction. <laughs> yes, yeah, sorry. You see, it's because it's not written there. I just, it goes in one ear and out the other. But isn't that the interesting thing? That that would be a first read and then the director would go, um, can we have it a bit more Attenborough-esque? Yeah. Yes. Or quite often, in my experience, they think they want the Attenborough-esque and that's what you do for the audition. And then you get on and they're like, well, we actually think we might want a little bit less David Attenborough for yeah. this. And so you have to come yeah. up with something new on the fly. But yeah. Yes, that happens so often though, doesn't it? Well, I think a lot of the time clients, honestly, and this, is, this isn't meant to sound nasty, but I think a lot of the time clients don't really know what they want until mm. they hear it. And that's why yep. working with people like us that can come up with new stuff on the fly is, is so important. You know, there may come a point where you can say to an AI, give me an ABC on that line. But mm. right now, yeah. Yeah. It's it's a great opportunity for us to show why we do what we do so well. Exactly right. And AI can copy humans, but it can't come up with it on its own. Exactly. Mm. Yet. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's always the word yet, isn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> so far. Yeah. Let me have a go. Let's see let me see if I get any closer to it then, shall we? <laughs> it's like alright. Experience animals like never before and observe two new books in their natural habitat. The Spring Book Fair. Cool Cats is a sight to behold. Nestled within the pages, you'll find cats of all shapes, sizes and colours. Witness the wonder of countless cool cat facts, ready to pounce off the page, each exhibiting the most famous of the cat traits. Cuteness. Then, enter the wild world of gator bites. Marvel at the fierce predator pictures and learn what really lies beneath the surface. Very I feel nice. like you need an evil cackle on the end of that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or just a, a snapping gator. Yeah, snap, snap. Yeah. So you, you definitely started much more in the uh, in that genre. Yeah. Yeah, that whispery genre. It's the whisperiness, isn't it? It really? is, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I hope I got enough family within there. Yeah. Mm. I think I went a bit faster, but that's the question that we didn't ask. This w was a commercial, but was there a time constraint on this one? I don't think there was on this one, no, because I don't think it was for broadcast. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And now you're going to do something completely different, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to try for the full Attenborough and see what okay. happens. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Well, did you do the full Attenborough at the time? I, I might have done for the audition. I think I did two takes. I think I did one that was a little more like me and a little bit one that was more like him. But um, right. But right. yeah. But I'll, I'll go full Attenborough and see what happens. Full Attenborough. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Here we dial it up to eleven. <laughs> Experience animals like never before and observe two new books in their natural habitat: the Spring Book Fair. Cool Cats is a sight to behold. Nestled within the pages, you'll find a cast of all shapes, sizes and colours. Witness the wonder of countless Cool Cat facts, ready to pounce off the page, each exhibiting the most famous of the cat traits, cuteness. Then enter the wild world of gator bites, marvel at fierce predator pictures, and learn what really lies beneath the surface. 
Ooh. I love the fact you're using the higher register end of your voice there, <laughs> yes. and, and that that is very Attenborough-esque, absolutely, and the, and the, and the whisperiness that came and out really very beautiful. swift, actually. Yes, really indeed. swift, even swifter you know, you... than me. He yeah. has a nice way of, of varying his cadence. If you listen yes, to he him, does. Um, yes, he does. he's yeah. very good at, at using that that dramatic aspect to it, where mm-hmm. he can slow down and yeah. whisper really into yeah. the microphone, and then it goes off in a completely different direction. Yeah. You know, it's yes. he's he's great. He's a, he's a great character study in in VO for nature documentaries, and I I'm not oh, yeah. embarrassed to say that I've borrowed lots from him over the years. Wow. Uh, he wrote the book on it, so why he wouldn't? Did. How do you say that? Well, let's move on to the moment that we all love in this show, and it's the wild card bit. Let's see if we can approach these scripts in a completely different way. (laughs) Right, Mike, uh, you suggest one for me now, and then, uh, Mm. then Sam can suggest one for you. Um, so script one, but in the style, I think, of... How about a Liam Neeson kind of character? You know, he'll he'll kill you and all your friends and family and, and all of that, so there's some menace in there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hmm. So, I mean that's a that's a long way from where I am. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to stretch. Mm. <clears throat> all right. Well I'll give it a go. I'll try and channel a little Neeson esque. Sam. Sam. Sam, here we go again. Same story every year. All you do is work and work and then you come home for Christmas. Late. And you find yourself scrambling for a last minute gift in the only place open within 50 kilometres. Tomorrow morning she may be delighted to open a box of chocolates and some crisps. While the children can unwrap some car wax, stickers or a lovely hanging air freshener. Don't get me wrong. You're a nice guy, but really, <laughs> is there nothing for me? <laughs> wow. Mm. Wow. Yeah, sounded like you meant it. It felt menacing. It felt menacing <laughs> inside. I'm not sure there was much Neeson-esque necessarily, but it felt menacing. It felt very menacing, I think, for you, actually. Yeah, it's a long way from your comfort zone, isn't it? Absolutely it is. <laughs> <laughs> What were you doing physically in the booth at that point? I was I was leaning into the I actually had one hand on the on the wall of the booth actually okay. which is very unusual and the other hand was being quite gesturic if that's a word. Mm-hmm. Were you making use of the proximity effect? Indeed. Oh, <laughs> I do like do like a bit of proximity, a bit of whisper. Indeed. Well, there we go. Sam, would you like to suggest one for Mike? Yes. Oh lord. Yes, 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 I do, I do. So, you Mike, come on. <laughs> so you can, spin, you can we, spin the wheel if you want. I'm going to preface Ooh. this by saying I don't really do character voices, but I will. Go on. Right, I will spin the wheel. <laughs> what did it come up with? <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, I want you to be a very excitable gnome. Ooh. But okay, Ooh. but okay, an excitable, I think, quite young gnome actually, a bit oh. Gnomeo and Julietish, you know, oh. an excitable young gnome. And actually, on that basis, let's go down the Gnomeo and Juliet route. You're scaling a wall to talk to the one you love. Oh. Okay, so, which script, though, Sam? Yes, well, I think script one. Okay. I think that's a nice one to scale a wall to. No, a young gnome scaling a wall. Yes. Hmm. Yes. I have no idea how this is going to come out, but I'm going to stand up and give it my best shot. How's that? Good idea. 
All right, here we go. Sam! 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 Here we go again. Same story every year. All you do is work and work. Then you come home for Christmas, late. Then you find yourself scrambling for a last-minute gift in the only place open within 50 kilometres. Tomorrow morning, she may be delighted to open a box of chocolates and some crisps. Well, the children can unwrap some car wax, stickers, or a lovely hanging air freshener. Don't get me wrong. You're a nice guy, but really? Is there nothing for me? Don't do character <laughs> voices, my foot. That was impressive. That was, that was impressive. And it, you went, it you. went a bit northern at one point. Oh, it is a bit northern, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, I skew I northern when, when, when challenged, yeah. I think the really nice thing about that, and I, I do think it's something we need to remember for future wildcards, having an action to play yep. brings it alive. Yeah, because if I hadn't been doing all the heavy breathing and stuff, it would have been completely different, wouldn't it? Mm -hmm. And and, and also it gives you, it enables you to visualise your, in this case, excitable gnome. I think I drew on on Mark as a fairy (laughs) climbing the Christmas tree on the previous podcast. Oh, yes, indeed. Yes, I did do that. You're my atomary for this one, Mark. We've done climbing. You see, climbing is good. Climbing is good. Yeah, very nice. Climbing is good. We we need to think of other actions there, but but I, 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 I do think having an action to play is yeah. useful. Yeah, good call. That was brilliant. Well done. Thank you. And if you want to play along in the privacy of your own booths, <laughs> we have put the scripts Probably in the safest. show notes. <laughs> so, yes, quite. So you can have a try yourselves. Indeed you can. And our question this week is uh, directly for Mike's experience, really. Mike, what are the pros and cons of being a Brit VO abroad? Oh, golly. How long have we got? Um, so <laughs> people come to me every so often and say, look, I want to do more work in the States. What do I do? And I always, I hate to come down hard, but the thing is, the Americans do love a British voice, but they like it in the right place at the right time, and not all the time, because otherwise everything here would be being voiced by Brits, and sadly, for me, it's not. Um, So the pros and cons are, if you're the person that they first think of when they need a British voice, when they need a British voice, then brilliant. The challenge with it is that there's a lot of hanging around in the meantime. Um, You will quite often, as a British voice, approach American potential clients and they'll be terribly excited to hear from you because they they want to have a British voice on their list. But then you can wait around six months, 12 months, two years, three years and find that they never have the job for you. you Even if you're based in America. But the thing is, for me, I mean, I know that when I get those auditions, they're not just going to people like me in America. They're going to people like you in the UK and British voices in other parts of the world as well. So it's it's a real global market at this point. The challenge, the pros and cons are that the pros are that the work is there when the work is there, but you're not going to build a career off it. Um, the cons are that, yeah, it can take a lot of time to to put in the time and remain front of mind because it's that balancing act, you know, like it is with all your other clients or potential clients. You want to be in touch often enough that you're the first person that they think of, yep. but not so often that you piss them off and think, oh, sh- it's him again. Um, because especially with, with um, American clients and British voices, because those opportunities come around so infrequently, in my experience. I wonder if that's the same for every expat VO living in another country. I don't know. I mean, the the other challenge that I have, and it plays to what we were talking about earlier a little bit as well, is that the place that my voice will probably always play best will be the UK. 
But yep, if you're indeed. removed from the UK and you're not able to follow the trends on radio and TV and advertising and so on, then you can end up having a bit of a culture shock like I did. You come back to the yeah. UK and you listen, you think, oh, everything's changed. Yeah. Have you had to work hard to retain your accent? Not really. I think I, I probably wouldn't have retained it as well if I wasn't doing this kind of work. But I think okay. the the um, the act of of listening to yourself every day is yep. yeah. is a big factor in making sure that things don't shift so much. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't think my accent has changed. I find that I do. I'll slip into sounding a little more American when I'm talking to Americans. I find that yeah. you know my T's in the middle of words aren't yep. quite so hard when I'm talking to Americans because, at the end of the day, of course, it's all about comprehension. You know, mm. I, I can Indeed. stand there and do RP and they don't understand me, or I can massage what I do a little bit and be understood. So, at the end of the day, it's about being understood. Presumably, though, you've got that betwixt and between accent nailed quite nicely. Have you? Ish. Do you, are you I ever try asked for not that? to muddy the waters with it, if I'm okay. completely honest. Okay. Yeah, I try not to go there. I'm not a big fan of, of that kind of muddied sound. And when I do do it, I always feel like I'm getting it wrong. It's not a yeah. comfortable place for me, uh, for some reason. As the world has become smaller, particularly since lockdown, but since people have got more home studios and that sort of thing. Now, if you want an American accent in this country, you can go straight to America. Yeah, and, yeah. Yes. and and beam in a, a voice in a way that certainly in Britain, they were very sceptical about being able to do that with any ease, but lockdown forced them to do it. So now the tech is there. And I wonder if that's that's damaged potentially the work that the expats in whatever country were in. I wonder if it's damaged the work at all. Yeah, I mean, I, I certainly started to notice that um, because I know that a lot of the British voice colleagues that I've got in the UK have the same American agents as I do. Yeah. So, like yeah. I said, I yeah. know that when yeah. that audition goes out, it's going to me, it's going yeah. to you, Mark, mm. it's probably going to you know, yeah. Darren Altman and a yeah. bunch of other people. Uh, so we're all competing against each other for the jobs, but we're doing it on a global scale. A great insight. Absolutely. Mike, thank you so much for coming on the show. Reminded that all of Mike's details can be found in the show notes. Yes, and we will also be putting today's scripts in the show notes so you can have a read yourself. And do please like and subscribe to this podcast that you're listening to right at the moment so that you never miss an episode. That's it for this week. Thanks again to Mike Cooper. Mike, I hope you've enjoyed it. I have. Thanks so much for having me on. It was a really nice (laughs) nice, uh, way to get into my week. Thank you. (laughs) Absolute pleasure. Well, we'll be back next week, of course, with more scripts and another voiceover guest when we'll be asking, and this is the bit we all do together, Mike. (gasps) How How do you you say say that? that? How do you say that? that?